0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: I'm Frank There's This is Klaus Lundergrom. I'm Matt Leticia. Dean Hammond's here. And you're listening to In That Number. Here is Letiti! Trash it and he's got it in as well And Danny Inks has done it again the go
2: Thanks for checking out in that number with me, Kevin the Moscow Mush Milverton and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt84. Follow the show at number Podcasts on Twitter, in that number podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to in that number at gmail.com. Leave us a five star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe and give us good vibes. Let's
1: go. In that Welcome back to another episode of In That Number, back after a couple of weeks off and back with a busy one. Two games from the week to go over. Our second round Carabao Cup tie at Cambridge United, on which Ralph called a beautiful night. Uh, And then the return home to Premier League action against Manchester United. Much improved Manchester United. Uh, We'll be bringing in Tim Bizance in the away end to give us his thoughts on Tuesday night's visit of Chelsea and our trip to Molineux. But before that, I have the Moscow mush Kevin Milverton with me to go over proceedings. Kevin, welcome back. I've missed you. Ah, the feeling's mutual, mate. So good to see you as well, and uh, and chat is um it's nice. It's very nice. Feeling's the same. I've gotten a bit out of the habit of uh, of doing
2: this, Simon. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of strange, really. But yeah, it's, um,
1: it's been stop-start, hasn't it, for both of us? Because you were on holiday, mm. and and then I was on holiday, and you know. But now, hopefully, back to normal. I mean, I've been sat on a beach sipping cocktails from a mason jar, and really been uh, thinking about football.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you enjoyed yourself then? I did. Yeah, it was nice to get away. But although the the, the, the family did go with me, ah, okay. Well, oh, still, <laughs> they enjoyed themselves as well. Yes, um, but I have to say it is good to to get back to some normality with the football season again now and um, and how are you anyway? How are you getting getting on with everything? yeah,
2: I've been sweating my tits off there. It's been very hot um the last few weeks, yeah, I think it's about the same as it's been
1: in England really mm-hmm. early thirties no just we haven't like... <laughs> it hasn't been consistent for no? that for us it's just, we've we've had like thirties and it's then it's dropped down to the mid-20s and it's gone back up again. It's just all over the place. But, yeah, I'm, I'm done with it. I, I just want the winter. <laughs> I think we've got a few days left and then it's going get, to get cold. Sorry. <laughs> just like that. Just, just, just yep. bang. That's it. It's the, the cold snaps come in. Yeah, I wish. Saints then, Kev. Uh, coming back off that, that Leicester win. Uh, go to Cambridge and, you know, Lewis Payne gets a debut. He grabs an assist. Don Ballard comes on for his debut and he scores. You've got Diamond Edwards getting a couple of minutes as well on his debut. And of course, we've had red-hot goal-scoring form of Shay Adams, who had four goals in four days, uh, and a good performance against United. Definitely deserved more from that game.
2: Yeah, I think so. It's,
1: but it's not all doom and gloom like we thought it would be at the beginning of the season, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely not. No, because they are playing with a bit of fight, and it's nice to see, because don't forget the, uh, the, you know, the Leeds and Leicester game. They come from behind in both those and got something out of it. And, yeah, they, they, but they were showing it. There were signs of it against Man United, and... Definitely. Probably should have got the win, but we'll, we'll get to that uh, in a bit. Um, but first, we've got some ITN news to go through. This is ITN in that number news. Okay, then, ITN news. To start, I'm going to you know, bring some news off the field. Uh, former Saints forward Rachel Panton has given birth to her baby girl. Cassidy. So yeah, massive congratulations from the In That Number team um, and I hope you're getting enough sleep. Ah <laughs> yeah. yeah, congrats. Yes. Um
2: in the meantime, just in, in the last week or so, uh news come in that um our new overlords sport republic uh they've over overtaken is that the right one? They've <laughs> taken over uh their second club, uh, Turkish second division outfit,
1: Bear. I'm so glad you said that because I couldn't pronounce it properly.
2: Yeah, Gustav. they're, they're um, like one of the big teams in Izmir. They've bought 70% stake in the club and left the previous shareholders with 30%, similar to the way that um, they bought out Gao's stake, but uh, left Katerina in. So, yeah. Hmm. What do you make of this? Um, I think it's exciting yeah we could maybe get some um, decent young Turkish players to play in our club or we could loan loan out some of our players out to
1: there yeah I mean, it's an... a good move then because I'm, I'm just concerned that they're just going to put all their attentions into into turning that club into a force um, I, I wouldn't say so
2: I mean I guess you know they'll employ more people to to cover it and you know Saints they're a much bigger club than than this club. Yeah, for now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I suppose there's a bit of money to be made in, in Turkey, and they've got a similar kind of up-and-down history to us. I mean, they were playing in the uh, amateur divisions about 15 years ago. Uh, they they bounced back, and um, they were relegated last season from the uh, Turkish top division.
1: Yeah. Well, so they're only in the second tier. That's all right. That's good. That's a nice little project for them. Mm. Uh, more news, uh, Will Ferry, he's left, he's signed for Cheltenham Town. Um, no more Wollstone Ferry. No more Wollstone Ferry. No, that's um, that's a sad one, actually, to see we, Will Ferry. He's been here for a while, so, yeah, good luck to Will Ferry.
2: Yeah, I didn't actually realise that he'd, he'd never even played for no. Southampton. No, never not, had a... Not even in the League Cup or anything. No? No, and he had a reasonably decent uh, season for Crawley last season, didn't
1: he? Yeah, he did.
2: Yeah, he 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 was playing for the under twenty ones. I think we were, um in the Irish under twenty ones, and that's why we covered him a lot. He, so got he got gave the team. illusion that he was close to the first team than he actually was. Maybe, yeah. Another outgoing movement, uh, Kane Ramsey. He signed for Harrogate. Um, yeah, and he had a few line spells. He was at Crew and um, Ross County, wasn't
1: he? That's right. Yeah, Ross County last season, wasn't he? Yeah,
2: like um, Shrewsbury the year before. Um, But, uh, yeah, he actually did have a couple of starts, didn't he? Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah, he had a Premier League start.
2: I remember I'd come over to watch a match and uh, you showed me the lineup, and Kane Ramsey's in there. And I don't think either of us had ever heard
1: of him at (laughs) that point. We have had a signing, though, uh, a 16-year-old, Sam Amo Amayar. I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it. Um, He's joined from Spurs on a scholarship deal and actually played in the uh, under-18s game yesterday as well. So he was straight in. Um, So, yeah, watch out for him.
2: Yeah, um, in other news, uh, Tina Livramento. He's um, put a video out on social media of him back in some form of training.
1: Yeah, looks like keeping up. He's got the boots on. He's on the field. So, yeah, promising signs. That's why B keeps it up. Yeah, very good. (laughs) The Carabao Cup third round. Uh, We have been drawn against Sheffield Wednesday uh, at home, though. um, And that tie will be taking place on the week commencing the 7th of November. It's a long way away, isn't it, for the next round? Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure you're all aware by now that former Saint uh, David Armstrong passed away last Sunday at the age of 67. Um, He represented Saints from 1981 to 1987. Uh, playing at 272 times, and he scored 71 goals. He is a true club legend. Uh, he was a big fan favourite as well. Player of the Year in 1983-84. Um, got his England caps around that time also, um, and he would later go on to radio coverage for Saints. Um, so I'd lost. I'm, I didn't actually watch him play because I was, I was too, oh, I'm too young yeah. for that. But, I mean, I'd <laughs> known of him growing up and hearing him on the radio and stuff, so I know what a great player he was and how high, how highly everyone thought of him.
2: Yeah, that's no, a good tribute paid to him at St. Mary's weekend.
1: It's weird, though, because I was I was only talking about him on the day that he died. It's like a, it was really, really strange. I was just talking about um, uh, Radio Solon, actually. And someone said, oh, mm. I remember when David Armstrong used to do the commentary. And I was like, oh, Christ, yeah. And that same day he died. It was just, oh, my God. Yeah,
2: that's weird. Um, strange.
1: Yeah. Transfer news, Kev. Have you heard any decent deals or anything that's? Tickling your balls. Um, oh
2: God! Well, there, there, there was one. Um, there was a striker that we were linked with from from Portugal, maybe, and I've completely forgotten this name.
1: Oh, you're talking about the uh, the Benfica one. Yeah. Yeah, it's nonsense. <laughs> nah,
2: it's nonsense. That's
1: the it's, nonsense. Oh. It, it, it's nonsense because oh. I, I I spoke to um, Jacob Tanswell about that, and he was said, like that 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 rumor was all fan led. There was no really? yeah, there was nothing in that at all. So
2: yeah, I tried to find because
1: like, I must have seen something on Twitter and, and tried to
2: look it up and see if there are any articles. Absolutely nothing.
1: Yeah, it's it's annoying Dream when mind. you got when you got to sift through all the shit like that. But um, speaking of sifting through shit,
2: um, <laughs>
1: yeah, but,
2: uh, <laughs> um, Yembe yeah, Darik's been linked to
1: a, a deal taking him to Aston Villa. Deal north of fifteen million, I heard, and contracts. He's got his contract now, still uh, till twenty twenty five though. So I'm not I'm not sure. That they'll let him go. To be honest, I think we need the backups, don't we? At the moment, he is going to be a backup with um, uh, Silisu and Belakotcha playing so well. So.
2: Yeah, Leonko's in the
1: mix there as well, isn't he? Sure, and, and uh. still Jack Stevens, although Stevens has been obviously linked away.
2: Yeah, I mean we can't lose both of them. I don't think um, only one of them should go. And uh, even so, it's going to leave us a little bit short, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. End up having to call back. Daniel Simun from the B team.
1: Yeah, and uh, obviously we we still don't know about Stevens. We still don't know about Walcott, Redmond. Um, they could be on the move. I've heard that um, Stuart Armstrong could be could be moved as well, which is a big mistake if you ask me. And the one yeah. that I was really upset about was the Remeyu one being offered a three-year deal to head back um, to Catalonia with Girona. Um, I don't know. I don't like that one. You know, he's 30 now. He's got one year left on his deal. It would be a great move for him, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, it's a deal that kind of makes sense that he's coming towards the end of his career, Saints, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know. You want him there, don't you, as an option?
1: Oh, yeah. I still think he's got more to give. And at the moment, he's he's playing back up, isn't he? Because Lavi has come in and done so well. And yeah. let's face it, James Wood Prowse is the first name on the team sheet. Um, and then you've still got Diallo as well, um, who hasn't... Done anything wrong at all? Um, I, I I don't know. I like the balance that we've got in in the holding midfield roles, and I think all four of them we need them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Max Ahrens, I heard that uh, Norwich right back, um, 22 years old. What do you think of that? Um, yeah, that would
2: be. Quite, I mean, he was he wasn't too bad last season, was he?
1: No, I, I don't uh, like him. It seems it seemed like a perfect fit in terms of age as well. So
2: I I don't see it happening.
1: No. No, I can't. And obviously, the, the, the news that won't go away is Ainsley, Maitland, Niles. That's back. Um, um I know you've you've mentioned this before. Um, you, You're not too keen on him, are you?
2: Um, I thought he'd be, he'd be a good addition, but I think, you know, the the wage that he would demand would be just too excessive.
1: Well, I don't um, know, though. I mean, didn't he go to West Brom? Like, yeah, last season he was on one. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't have been offering him too much. I don't know. I think I think it would be a good fit, to be honest. I, I, I quite like the idea of it. But again, we've talked about it before. Um, I like the idea that he's really, really versatile as well, because he can play um, as a as a uh, wing back, he can play as a centre midfielder or as a full back. Um, I just think, yeah, it would be um, it would be good to get some good to get someone like
2: that ralph would love that sort of flexibility
1: exactly yeah so I, I think it's a good move if if the money's there if the money's right then i think it'll be a good move but again yeah. this could be bullshit <laughs> um have you got any more uh transfer rumors ins outs but, uh, not really no no we're just i mean it's going to get busy isn't it over the next couple quite of days quiet. yeah um, are, are we really still expecting some players in I don't think so I mean I think we need it and do we well we need a fullback don't we
2: um yeah we need a fullback um I mean maybe another centre back would be good if we want to shift on Bethlehart, yeah this Steve. is
1: it isn't it if we are going to get rid of these players are we going to replace them because I, I know we need another goal scorer we need somebody up there but again if he's playing the you know the the, the formation that he played yesterday then maybe not so much but I don't know.
2: Still, I mean, I think, you know, there's not really an alternative to Shea, but I don't know. But Sekumara, not quite ready yet.
1: No. But yeah, I mean, I think if you ask any Saints that they'll say that they want to they fall back. Um, but I expect to be more outgoings than ingoings anyway. Mm-hmm. Low knees then, Kev. Um, a couple of them to mention. I won't go through them all because some of them haven't had any, uh, anything to report on. But Dan on Lundeloo's Cheltenham Town, he scored in their 1-0 victory at Exeter. <clears throat> that was last week, not the, the Saturday just gone. So that was good. Uh, Will Smallbone, uh, a <laughs> little bit of news on him. He's on to his third manager of the season already because um, Stokes, Stokes sacked their manager, Michael O'Neill, and they've moved on to an interim. So he'll soon be on his fourth. So... I don't know where that leaves him, but let's hope they still favour him and that they continue to select him. Actually, they did select him yesterday, so that that was nice. So he's still there. Uh, and Nathan Teller, mm. obviously moving on to Burnley, which we hadn't covered So since the last time we uh, recorded. It happened after that. Um, and he scored a brace on his debut against Blackpool in a 3-3 draw. Um, and then Saturday, just gone, a 5-1 win at Wigan. And he was on the score sheet again, so... He's doing very well. Three goals in, in two games. Yeah, Are um, they the, the top of the championship. No, they're not. They're like sixth. All right. I think Sheffield United have gone straight to the top, although they may have been knocked back down again. I won't tell you. I won't tell you who's top of League One. <laughs> Kev, I got some, we got we had some birthdays in the week, and I was wondering if you could guess their ages. No cheating. Are you up for this? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was my or Sheila's birthday on Wednesday. How old is Maya? 34. Oh, spot on, Kevin. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well done. Um, and Glenn Cockrell, a little bit harder. It was his birthday on Thursday. How old's Glenn Cockrell? 64. Oh, he's 63, Kev. That was very close. Pretty good at this. I'm going to have to challenge you again. Um, Right then, the Bs, the B team, uh, actually, no, we've got two to go on. So, yeah, a good start to their, to their Premier League two season. They had a 3-1 win over Forest. Uh, they followed that up with a 4-1 win over West Brom. And then a 3-0 win over Stoke. Um, and then Friday night, uh, recently, just, just Friday, just gone at the Snow Stadium, was a 1-1 draw against Norwich. Um, Jake Vokins scored the goal. He uh, yeah, had a good game. I thought, I thought he was really good. I went to that game actually, and I um, thoroughly enjoyed myself. But um, I don't know if you uh, get the chance to watch the highlights of that, Kev. But it, I would recommend it, especially when, um, when Ballard come on, mm. because he was so hungry. You could see that he wants the ball. When I mean, even in the warm-up, he was just demanding the ball. He was shooting on sight. He looks, yeah, he, he looks like a really good player already. So they've got to keep hold of him now. And they are second in the uh, Premier League Two Division Two on 10 points. Um, and their next match is the Papa John's Trophy. And uh, that's on Tuesday night against Forest Green Rovers uh, away. Uh, and the women, uh, they started their championship season off against Charlton at St Mary's. And unfortunately, they had a 2 nil loss. Um, and they are actually in action right now uh, at the Dripping Pan Stadium against Lewis. And they are 2 nil down. 13. Yeah, they've just started the second half. Um, again, not not a good start to their season, but I mean, they they expected this, didn't they? Going up a division, you, you you're gonna have to up your game even more. So is, yeah,
2: a big step up, and I mean, they've made so many new signings, it's practically a different
1: team. So yeah,
2: gonna you know, need a lot of time to get used to each other.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there's some there's some there's some good good times ahead this season still. Um, it's only it's only the second game, and I mean, this this match isn't even finished yet. So yeah. Uh, Under-18s, uh, they started with a cracking 3 all draw um, at home to Villa. Uh, and then they lost 4-1 away to West Ham. Um, and then Saturday morning, uh, a 2-2 draw against Chelsea. So uh, they're winless, but two draws and one loss. Um, and they sit in 10th on two points. Um, and their next match is Crystal Palace away on Saturday, the 17th of September. Okay, are you ready for Cambridge? No. Okay, well, I don't care because we're doing it anyway. (laughs) Uh, Satisfying, I guess. 3-0 victory. Uh, Only the nine changes from the win at Leicester. And Ralph handed debuts to Lewis Payne and Dominic Ballard. Um, Amazingly, this was the first competitive meeting between Saints and Cambridge. Really hard to believe. Um, But, yeah, they sold out max allocation of 1,463 tickets for a Tuesday uh, night, 260-mile round trip. I mean, that's... That's to be applauded, right? It's a great night out, then. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Just like Newport last season.
1: Yeah, they had a good win, didn't they? Yeah,
2: they did, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so a 3-0 win, uh, comfortable, uh, and another brace from Che, uh, and a debut goal for 17-year-old Don Ballard. 13 good. minutes after coming on. 13, that's all it took. Good, yeah. Uh, starters then, Kev, it looked like a 4-2-3-1. Um, Elianusi, Stu, and Adam Armstrong, Providing support for Che, you had Diallo and Rameau holding, and then you got Payne starting on the right, Valerie on the left, and who was it? Bednarik and Lianko at the back, wasn't he? And uh, McCarthy between the sticks. Mm. Kev, that was oh, we've mentioned Rameau, you know, being pushed out of the team by Lavia, um, but much needed game time for him, I suppose. Diallo and McCarthy as well.
2: Yeah, I. I say nine changes, but I mean it's a fairly strong team we've got. It just shows how deep the squad is at the moment. But um players that last season or season before would have been regulars like um Armstrong, Bednarik, Romelu, yeah McCarthy. Um this is a big outing.
1: It was good, yeah. It was good to see all those yeah, those those players that need the minutes get on as well. And plus we saw you know, we saw uh, Ballard come off the bench. We saw Mara also. Diamond Edwards. Yeah, Diamond Edwards, yeah, a couple of minutes at the end. So happy all round with it. Yeah. I mean, was there anything in that eleven that you were unhappy with?
2: Uh, not at all. I was maybe a little bit surprised by Payne, pain. But, I mean, we've got, you know, that um, well-documented problem with the uh, full-backs. So, uh, yeah, this is an ideal opportunity for him to um, make his debut. Yeah, you did. Wow. I know. Um, yeah, I think it's strange though that you know Valerie. Um, again, he had a decent game. he's, he's been quite good whenever I've seen him play this season. But still, Hassan prefers to play uh, Gineppo out of position rather than put Valerie in his natural position.
1: Yeah, that 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 raises red flags, right?
2: <laughs> he, 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 well, I mean, it's, it it would do if he, if um he clearly wasn't up to it. But you know, whenever I've seen him perform, he's been he's been fairly decent.
1: Yeah. Back to his uh. His uh, debut season, sort of, form, which is, um, he, you know, if you can't get into the team at the moment with the with the full-back problems that we have, then you've got to be doing something wrong. But, did I he mean, score an
2: absolute blinder against um,
1: United? He certainly did, yeah. yeah. It was at Old Trafford as well, wasn't it? He just... See, I'd rather it's... put him in there, just, you know, see <laughs> if he can be doing it. <laughs> so the opening goal then, it came after a quarter of an hour, and um, Adam Armstrong finds Lewis Payne open down the right, um, and he's allowed to just stroll into the box and fire a low cross into the path of, of Adams, and he slots it away. Um, did you Did you see the goals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, some, uh, just a nice little poached tap in there. Uh, brilliant cross from Payne and Adam Armstrong finding him in, in space and holding the ball up well. And yeah, I thought nice, nice goal, nice build up.
2: Yeah, I mean there was it didn't Adams score
1: like just before that, but it was just uh, right. Uh, bull. Yeah, that's right. It went. Um, The the, uh, the linesman put his flag up, didn't he? Mm. If only they had seen it yesterday, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> More on that in a bit. But yeah, um, it took a long time to get the second. It was like 10 minutes into the second half and Adams did it again. Uh, questions of handball in the build up from the home fans. Uh, I'm not. It didn't look like a uh, I don't know. I don't think that, it, it probably was, but that close and. There were actually. so many phases of play in between uh, yeah it would have been difficult, yeah, no point yeah. but see so, yeah, Adams has his shot and it's saved by by Mannion in in, in the Cambridge goal, and then it falls uh, to Romeu, who hits one. It as takes it a deflection can. yeah, yeah. Uh, it took a deflection on the way through he saved it again, and he just parried it into the ever ready Adams, and he scored his fourth of the season uh, fourth in in as many days as well. Um, and that was it. That took the tie away from Cambridge, really, then, didn't it? Yeah. Maybe not man at the moment, but, uh, yeah, Valerie, uh, just after
2: having a shot saved by the keeper, um, puts in a brilliant cross. Brilliant uh, cross, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ballard to get the shot off. keeper uh, keeper does save it. But um,
1: so, uh, it's amazing the confidence he's got for such a young lad. Yeah, you just should hear him as well. He's got, he's got a gob on him as well. Yeah. For someone at 17, and he's, like, telling all the players in, in the warm-up. At the B team the other day, just, yeah, he's um, he's, not, he's not shy, that's for sure. Fucking okay, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. He's got a bright future. Um, but yeah, you'd you love to see it. Um, and I know it was against League One opposition, but you felt it was important that Lianco and, and Bednarek had good games, because um, both were kind shoot. of like slipping down the pecking order behind Salisu and Bella but, they, but they remained tight, weren't they? Tight in another Italian weight as Kex. <laughs> yeah. Good games. Yeah. No, good day good,
2: good, keeping up the game and uh, keeping the competition up for the places because, uh, yeah, you know that uh, if either at or you have a rough game, they're waiting in the wings there to take their position.
1: For sure, yeah. It's, it's, um, you know that Ralph likes to do that, right? Because you've seen it with the goalkeepers. Yeah. The goalkeeper makes a mistake, the next one comes in, and it could be a while. To get, to get your place back again. So I think it's just as important for the centre-backs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, Adam Armstrong, Kev. I, I want to discuss Adam Armstrong with you because <laughs> I was happy to see him on the team sheet again because, I, I, I don't know, I just really, really want him to succeed here. It
2: does sort of smack of him being just that little bit unlucky.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he's too good a player, right, for this the streak to continue, but it's just not happening for him. And I don't know. A goal here would have done him the world of good. I mean, it, it, I, Ralph seems to be playing him a little bit on the on the left. He certainly was against Man United yesterday as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's going to be the problem for him. But he, he, his his work rate hasn't differed, has it? He's just been there and he's done it. He's still putting the work in. But are, are you worried about him at all? Um, I'm
2: not worried about him as long as he's in the squad. I mean, he does put in hard work. Um, it's not all about scoring goals, but
1: no. But he needs it. He needs one. He, he? he does he, need
2: it. Yeah, I mean, we, I was so pleased for him when he scored on his debut, didn't he, at um, yeah. Everton last season. It was a, a, a brilliant goal. And, uh,
1: Villa won when, when you were there for that. And the Villa he?
2: one that he scored, that was an absolute blinder. But yeah, other than that, um, that was it. That was his season, really.
1: Yeah, he's doing everything but scoring. Because I, I think the Man United game, I thought he was excellent yesterday. I know a lot of people are not probably going to say that I, I'm... You know that's going a bit over the top, but I thought he was doing everything that was asked of him. Um it's not easy play, being asked to play off of, off of Shea, of who's you know the man of the moment, and rightly so. But yeah, I don't know. I just I, I with with che, you always feel like it was a um a catch up bottle situation that one goes and then they they all start coming. That's what it's been like for him at Saints completely. But with Adam Armstrong, do you think it it just needs that as well? You get one and that's it. They're all going to start coming.
2: Um. I suppose, I mean, as, as long as Che's, um, you know, putting them away, no. um, I don't think we've got much to worry about. We're not we're not relying on him for the goals.
1: No, that's true. And he's, he, like I say, he's putting the work in. He's, he is pressing and doing what he's asked to. Um, he got off one shot against Cambridge and it was on target. He had two crosses. Um, the first two goals, he was involved in the build-up as well. I mean, he found pain in, in space, who then put the cross into Shea. Um But, yeah, no, I don't think he had a bad game by any means against Cambridge, but I'd just say a a goal would have done him the world of good against Cambridge.
2: Uh, Yeah.
1: Um, And, obviously, Lewis Payne, uh, good debut, Uh, strong performance, I guess. I've got some stats here on him. So he had 66 touches, uh, 40 passes, 83% pass accuracy, two chances created, three clearances, one tackle, one block, one interception, and an assist. That's pretty good on your David. Not bad on your No, he's very young. Um, this young team, isn't it? But yeah, it was. Um, I it, I was impressed. I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't uh, fantastic defensively. I thought, you know, he was better going forward. Um, but yeah, he's young, so yeah, he's going to be. Uh, I hope he's going to be involved in more games uh, for the first team. Yeah, I just hope he doesn't fall into that sort of black hole between the
2: um, the B team and the first team. But yeah. um, so many players seem to have fallen into. Yeah. Will Ferry and Kane Ramsey. <laughs> yes.
1: and... <More> <laughs> yeah. Subs, Kev. Uh, he, he brought on uh, Arebo, Giannepo, Mara. I think the Mara one needed to happen a lot earlier because Che had scored his two goals. Um, Mara needs the minutes and Che needs to get ready for United. Uh, I don't know why that happened as late as it did. Um, other, otherwise oh and of course you got got uh, Ballard come on and uh, Diamond Edwards come on as well so oh,
2: yeah it's... I mean yeah maybe he was just uh trying to be fair and giving Chay a chance to get his hat trick
1: yeah maybe maybe uh it, Che didn't look upset being taken off though did he no no I mean like you said he needs you know to be rested for, uh, ready for the United yeah quick quick turnaround that was um some stats Kev have you got any stats
2: uh, you know, just the usual. Uh, we had uh, 18 shots, nine of which were on target. So their goalkeeper pulled off five saves. Uh, so he quite he looked sport. good. He looked good. Yeah, even the, even the goals that we
1: did score, he, he saved the first ones.
2: Yeah, there was yeah, two rebounds, weren't there? Mm. And yeah, one at close range that wasn't going to get to. So it made a decent, decent, uh, decent match. Um, obviously, we bossed possession, 62%.
1: But yeah, that's a, a comfortable. Victory. That's just what you like. Um, Actually, the post-match interview manager, uh, Cambridge manager, Mark Bonner, had some lovely things to say about us post-game, which was quite classy. I don't know if you heard, but um, he said he loved the play of Saints. He said, I love their performance. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds stupid, but I did. Uh, We just said to the players in there, uh, it's a waste of time if we don't learn something from them. Uh, The way they committed to their pressing game when they pressed, the way they counter-pressed us, uh, and how uh, clinical they were with the ball – they're just top players playing at a top level for all of us. It was a brilliant experience to play against it uh, and see that live. We had to work so hard to stay in the game. Yeah, that was classy from a classy manager, I guess. And I think so him. Yeah, things you love to hear. Yeah, I did like hear that after watching. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And yeah, I just want to say what a great job he's doing as well at Cambridge because he's been there since 2011. I, I, I only say this because I was listening to Radio Salent and Adam Blackmore commented on how well he's done and he's worked his way up um, and he's got them playing at a good le- level in League One. And, you know, they only gained promotion uh, to League from League Two in 2021. So uh, he's doing well.
2: So. Well, they, they were out of the league system entirely, not so long ago, weren't
1: they? Yeah. Yeah, and he's been there since 2011. So he's had a part in, in, in it. And, wow. uh, and Ralph has said it was a beautiful evening. The crowd was fantastic. Uh, a good result with some good moments for our young players who, for the first time, had a chance to play. It was a good evening. So, yeah, I just guess it was echoed what we what we just said uh man of the match kev it's got to be yeah i don't think yeah you you can't really say anybody else can you it's gonna if he's gonna have any kind of success this season i mean we need him or adam armstrong to start scoring freely and in these two games chase done it and he's been great so yeah it's a bad moment yeah it's his strength and his movement as well especially against leicester he was exceptional and uh yeah, you, you can't say he's only done it because it was against Cambridge because he did that against Leicester. So he's, yeah,
2: he really had the bit between his teeth
1: against yeah. Leicester. Oh, and yesterday as well, he was um, he was good yesterday as well, like chasing down lost causes and stuff. It's it, it's great. Um, and, and to that Man United game then. Uh, just one change, Kev, an expected one, uh, and that was Che uh, for Mara. Otherwise unchanged. And you got to be happy with the selection against Man United, right? Uh, yeah. I think my only gripe is that I want to see Stuart Armstrong instead of Elianisi.
2: Yeah, possibly. Um, and, you know, maybe two actual fullbacks, maybe once this season <laughs> would be nice.
1: <laughs> I, I'm guessing you're talking about Gineppo.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of I kind
1: of love him at the same time, but
2: uh, <laughs> he's not a left
1: <laughs> It's funny you should say that, because um, when... Uh, I think it was Alanga was attacking down that side and he just went past him like he wasn't there. I looked over to the bloke next to me and he said, we both said it at the same time, oh, he's not a left back, is he? <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's, um, it's um, I, well, Perrault was on the bench, right? Perrault, come on. So obviously he didn't really feel like that he was ready for a start. But yeah, I, I, do you think Chelsea's going to be too too soon for him? I don't know.
2: But It can't be much worse,
1: than. that. i don't think he was that bad Uh, he's (laughs) all right getting forwards i mean i
2: love to see him do his like trademark dribbles and that sort of thing yeah you like um, him
1: on the ball but just not with his back to goal and uh yeah
2: one-on-one yeah
1: yeah i don't trust him there (laughs) uh but anyway yeah it was 1-0 uh bruno fernandez 10 minutes into the second half this this game kev i mean i thought it was a very evenly matched game We, we both had chances and we were Unlucky, especially with that handball decision, which I'm sure we'll get to shortly. But some very good individual performances as well. Belakotchev did really well. Solisi too. I mean, that bit at the end when he sorted, sorted out uh, Ronaldo with no issues, which was nice to see. Ronaldo showing his age there. Um,
2: um, there's a... Uh, we just equalised by the way.
1: I've seen, yeah. Yeah, Saints have just equalised against Lewis from 2-0 down. This is brilliant. What a response, mm. eh? This is like Leeds all over again. <laughs> yeah. Go and get a winner. Go on, girls. Um, I'm already piling on the pressure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, uh, Lavier as well continues to impress. I love that kid. I think he's brilliant. Um, and Bazunu, it's not put a foot wrong.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm really. Uh, you know, I was worried at the beginning of the season that you know we've got uh, quite a lot of uh, exciting youngsters that we signed, but again, no experience. But um, what I've seen them for most all of the signings. Uh, yeah, it's been really, really positive.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean it's it's a young team and they're gonna take take time, but they've seem to have settled into it into it pretty nicely and it was an even start to the game as well. But you know, I suppose the first point was that goal line stands that we have to talk about on the twenty minute mark and Yes, Zunu Walker Absolutely Peters Belakotchap all just throwing themselves in front. Um, fantastic defending, really. I don't even know how that how that stayed out.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, I, w- I listened to the first half on the radio and watched the second half, um, and Adam Blackmore was having a seizure at that point. He just couldn't believe that uh, United hadn't scored. It was yeah, a defensive masterclass from Kyle Walker Peters blocking Fernandez twice. Um Alanga shot. Say by Pizzuno close range. I think you had you get two touches on that as well. Yeah. And finally Ericsson uh blocked by uh, Godchat. And it all just happened so quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean I was at the other end as as usual. Um and <laughs> because I'm quite low down, I didn't really like see how far out it was, but it looked like it was like right on the goal line. It's like, how have they not scored there? Like what has happened? And I I couldn't see. I had to wait for the highlights to actually uh to see how, how good it, it was. But, yeah, it's, it's excellent defending. And But it's nice to, to see that, you know, we're putting the work in as well and, and you're staying in the game. But we didn't really test De Gea, did we, or create anything threatening. As, aside from that, there was a corner um, and, and it fell to the feet of Bella Kotchup And he kind of, he was reaching and stretching and he just got underneath the ball and it went went over the bar.
2: Yeah, I mean, there were, there were a few headers, weren't there, here and there, that um, could easily have gone in it wasn't for De Gea. Yeah. Rebo had
1: a um, decent header. That's right, yeah. That was um, Adam Armstrong with the cross, wasn't it, on that? The, the Adam Armstrong mm. did so well to get that cross in because he, he kind of picked the ball up from the halfway and ran at Dallow, didn't he? And then he managed to get the cross in. And what a cross it was. Um, and, yeah, Rebo straight at De Gea.
2: I mean, towards the end of the match, it was the, the, the pressure was really piling on And I was convinced that we were going to score. But just nothing came from...
1: Yeah, I think, I guess you were convinced because we'd done it against against Leeds and against Leicester. Done against um, United. Yeah, about. just um, turning things around and not not letting it get to them. The, the, the response is great. Um, and yeah, I, do you know what? I was surprised at when the referee put five minutes. Was it five minutes or six minutes stoppage? Six. Yeah. Six. I was really surprised at that cause I thought, you know, this is Man United. Um Deep into injury time they've got the they've got the uh, the three points in the bag almost um referee's got to put one minute up, I know it, and then six come up, and I thought, my goodness, there is a chance, and that's great when you actually believe that they can do something like that and it did it did make the uh you know it did make for an interesting finale anyway but you were the crowd's pretty much whipped up by that point oh yeah, standing up edge of the seat, especially when Mara had that bicycle kick as well yeah I was, that just was like, like oh this is good. it's not going to happen, is it but yeah. Oh, and also, I want to talk about that Bella Koch out tackle on, on Alanga in the box. That was incredible. Goal saving, yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah, unbelievable. And since was right there, um like a double teamed him, team, wouldn't
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> double teamed him, yeah. Uh, uh, the goal, Kev, the, the Bruno Fernandez goal, good build up. It was a good finish, yeah. Put it right in the corner. Uh, what did you bring? It was just a lack of concentration. I mean, you could argue that Prowsey sort of, like, walked away yeah, he, from him and left him. It's
2: clearly... Uh, Fernandez was Prowsey's man, and, yeah, he just um, got caught ball-watching and left him with, well, pretty much half of the the box to work in. It's um kind of unlike him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean... beautiful cross from Dalton, and, yeah, one full volley from Fernandez just kind of shows how it's done. But real, real shame to... Yeah. Well, I will say you keep your eye off the ball, but um, yeah, keeping your eye off the player and on the ball.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I, the only thing that I will say about Ward-Prowse there is that he, he kind of went towards Alanga because Alanga was making a run into the box. And I think he had his eye on him and just took his eye off of... Um, off of fernandez so he probably it's fucking zonal
2: marking again
1: (laughs) yeah it probably went the wrong way but yeah it's it is what it is it was a good finish like you say and ridiculous decision the handball i say this is a handball i mean i don't i don't know what everybody else is going to say but how on earth can the ref not see that in real time i mean i saw it from the other other end of the pitch um Mm -hmm. the the ball stopped and it changed direction i was like and yeah uh, yeah yeah, and, and a Apparently they checked VAR, or so they tell us anyway. But how do we know they actually did? What has happened there? How has that not was been? Was it not given? stopped? No, the game didn't stop. It, it just straight away the ref did the the whole like arms apart like no nothing. Um, and then yeah, that, apparently they said on the on the TV that they have checked and it's nothing like pretty instantly. So I I don't know what happened there. I don't I know. At least
2: what... want the ref to take a look at that.
1: Yeah, I don't understand it. So, Why was that not given? It's a blatant penalty.
2: It's... Yeah, I mean, Ralph said after the match, didn't he? He said, well, you know, what can you do if, if, he, if he hits it with his arm three times? Like, they <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> still don't give it. It's
1: yeah. not much it, you can do. It's, um, yeah, it's not good. But when you weigh it all up, Kev, I said, we were unlucky because on another yeah. day, we may have won that game uh, and we come away with nothing. You know, we've had I don't know about sh- that. Well, I don't know because we had more shots, more chances. I just couldn't find that, 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 that one goal. And that ridiculous handball decision. I think, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that we deserve to win the game. I'm just saying, I oh, know we we probably could have done. Um, yeah, I think it was a
2: fairly even match. You know, I mean, uh, for sure. The shots that we had, I mean, a lot of them were, you know, either sky high or way wide at the post.
1: But they were in. They were creating the chances. Yeah, you know, true. I mean, Five
2: shots on target. United got six on target.
1: Yeah, but we had 17 shots in total to so their 11, so. And I I, I, I haven't got the possession stats here, but I don't reckon that was it was too bad. For it's us.
2: very 48-52.
1: Yeah, there you um, go. In yeah.
2: the yeah, so uh, just... xG was almost even, 1.48 for us and 1.5 for United.
1: Wow. Yeah, see, I, it was a very even game, but to think that we got um, nothing out of it.
2: It's disappointing, but you know, at least we didn't get thumps. like Bournemouth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, we have have been there before. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, all
1: <or> the Yes. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Kotchap here, because I think he's the mm-hmm. man of the moment. He's um, we- tasty. Saucy. So- I like I can see what you're doing there. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do have to take the positives away from the loss. Uh, and Belakotschap was certainly that, wasn't he? I mean... I've got some of his individual stats here, if you are interested. If you're not, I'm still going to read them. Oh, good. Uh, 35 accurate passes, 60 touches, two accurate long balls, one last man tackle, two blocks, one headed clearance, two interceptions, six recoveries, four ground jewels, won, five aerial jewels, won. And a part driven to the Yeah. I think he's done really well. Again, and when you know you're coming up against the likes of Rashford, sancho fernandez ronaldo it must have been shitting himself a little bit <laughs> but he i mean yeah. i was but uh,
2: yeah <laughs> but if not just because uh yeah i mean he does love to get forward doesn't he until so, yeah that, uh, marauding sent them back and you think with with our defense uh it's going to leave us very exposed but um it wasn't really the case he's he's quite quick as well isn't
1: he? yeah i like him <laughs> i do <clears throat> I have to admit I was a bit unsure of him when I watched him in preseason. I thought he made a few mistakes and I thought, oh, I don't know, is this is is he what we need right now? Um but no, he's um he's he's doing well. Yeah. Uh Kevin, uh man of the match for you.
2: Um can I ask what yours is? Yeah, I'm gonna go with
1: chap. You're gonna go with Belacotcha? I am. I
2: thought
1: I mean there was some really, really good performances individually for all of us. I thought Adam Armstrong is is not gonna get the recognition he deserves for his game. I think um, Che Adams played well again, just, uh, just doesn't stop moving. But I, I, Kyle Walker-Peters as well was brilliant. Yeah. He was doing everything right, uh, and he had that uh, block as well. But I'm going to give it to Belacoccia just because it's it's a coming-of-age game for him, I feel.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm torn between him and uh, Kyle Walker-Peters, who managed to get me out of my seat enough times. Yeah, why not?
1: I'll give it to... Calm. okay well that's that's fair that's evened it out um right we need to we need to get in tim in the away end let do that okay we're back in the away end and we're here with tim t Bizzle, tim Bizance. hey tim
0: what's going on how you doing everybody
1: uh yeah all right all right i'm super did you have crazy. a great did you have a great holiday ray i did yeah it was nice just just to get away and uh as I said to Kev, it was nice to get away from everything, but I did have the family with me. So, <laughs> but no, it was nice not to have to uh, not to get up in the mornings and and stuff, and just just to get some rest more than anything. Um, I'm back to work uh, tonight, actually, though. So, yeah, two and a half weeks off, and I'm back to it. Ugh. And Tim, you're off to uh, you're off on holiday soon.
0: That is correct. I leave on Tuesday.
1: Uh, so you're not going to be here next week. Ah, oh.
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's a shame. Wow, you could be a volcano there. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Can you get can you get a signal up there?
0: Uh, in, probably in Reykjavik. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you make sure you 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 get on there for the uh, for the Wolves game because you're you're <laughs> going to be travelling for the uh, Chelsea one, aren't you?
0: Uh, I will be able to. My flight leaves at eight thirty on Tuesday night. And the game starts at 2:45 local p.m. local time here, Eastern. So yeah. I'll be able. To, so we are literally watching the game, and then going to
1: the airport. Good stuff. Okay, so I'm going to start with a joke. I was hoping for a little bit more enthusiasm than that, but okay. Um, did you hear about the scarecrow that won the lifetime achievement award? No. Mm-hmm. Um, he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Chelsea, not not a joke. Uh, Tuesday, the uh, 30th of August, 7.45 kickoff at St. Mary's. It's also live on BT Sport. Um, yes, biggest wins against Chelsea. We had a 5-0 win uh, in 1969. Uh, Ron Davies with two, Jimmy Gabriel, Mick Shannon, and an own goal. Um, we had a 4-1 win in 1975. Uh, Shannon, two, Stokes, and Holmes. So, yeah, not a... Uh, not too many big wins against Chelsea. Actually, head-to-head, we have won 31 times to their 49, and we've actually drawn 31 as well. Uh, Tim, how are we going to get on this time?
0: Oh, I think we have a better chance than we hoped or could have fought because with Chelsea's last couple of games, there's a few things influx that we've seen, and despite their third-place uh, third finish last season and just losing to Liverpool in the FA Cup final, um, there's still some instability there. Uh, there's a lot going on, and uh, in the last two games, Chelsea's gotten two red cards, uh, one of which was being Kubiali, Kubi- and the other one being Carter Gallagher, which led them to have two-thirds of the game uh, without, uh, without uh, with 10 men, and, and still they still ended won. up winning, yeah. and they still won.
1: That's a worry. So, and don't forget they beat yeah. us 6 nil here last season. So
0: In addition to that instability, I mean, they've got also got the people uh, that they're looking to sign right up until the window closes. So that's Wesley Fafana. And then there's also links to Anthony Gordon. Uh, the new ownership uh, led by Todd Bailey, uh, who is the Los Angeles Dodgers owner, is throwing money around uh, like he's, it's ridiculous. So congrats to him for being able to do that and have that much money. It's almost sickening. But uh, so some priority acquisitions that they have coming into the year, Raheem Sterling, uh, Kubiali, uh, uh, Mark Gorella, And then, of course, the American Gabriel Slovenia Gaga from the Chicago Fire goalkeeper, most importantly of all. Um, so cool. some big additions going in there, but they had a lot of outgoings uh, that were that were major uh, influences. Number one being Danny Drinkwater. He was such a massive influence there um, because when you have to have an influence of drinking water, that's the most important thing you can do in your life. <laughs> but actually, people
1: – The jokes uh, just they, keep coming. Uh,
0: so they've lost Antonio Rittiger, Rittiger Andreas Christensen, uh, Lukaku was just a complete all-over-the-place craziness that we know that transfer saga – and he's back on he's back to Inter on loan uh, alongside Timo Werner's gone and they well, somebody who we were linked with significantly in Levi Cowell uh, is on loan at Brighton in the in kind of a swap deal with Marco Gorilla. Gray, I think is how to pronounce it. so yeah. um, so I talked to a buddy of mine uh, from work. We had a nice long conversation. This was a little bit better than asking people on Reddit about their opinions of what the best five side team would be. Um, but it, it was really tough to, for him to even consider any Saints players on the team. But it, with a with a three two setup, uh, I here's here's where the craziness comes in. Uh, in in goal is Keppa. Okay. It's not it's not Mendy because he believes that Keppa way better at his feet than Mendy could be, and he knows nothing about Bazunu. So uh, I was I I gave it to him because I think that. Of being, you know, six feet tall, uh, he's. He might be a little bit better with his feet than than Mendy might be. Um, yeah, I see that. So then you to finish it out: Reece James, uh, Kyle Walker Peters, Raheem Sterling, and Shea Adams. Wow, is five a side team.
1: Kev, would, would you agree with that? If you had to pick a five-a-side team between Saints and Chelsea, but you have to have at least two from one team, who would you go with? Would you agree um, with that? Um, I would definitely be taking um, Buzunu in goal. Really? Oh, yeah, because then you just get more outfield Chelsea players. I'd probably take Kai Walker-Peters as well, and then the, i will just fill the rest with Chelsea, Chelsea superstars. Ah. Uh,
2: I'll put Prousey in there. We have to have two Saints players. Prousey. Yeah. Stuart Armstrong on his day.
1: Although, what Tim says, Che would be good in five a because he's a big body as well, wouldn't he? And just throw himself around everywhere. So maybe not a bad choice, but, um Raheem Sterling definitely have. Yeah, you'd have to have Sterling.
0: So their formation a little bit all over the place, but primarily based on a setup with that with those three primary center backs, with the right center back being able to be flexible and move off um, and push up as needed. So with Kukurea being signed, he's all, he threw in that left center back role that also could be the left wing back. Um, so it's just a little bit all over the place with uh, in terms of setup uh, logistics. It's just uh, you can't really tell. Um, but we're right now what you're looking at is you're looking for Mendy uh, being the start in uh, the goalkeeper for them. Then from there you've got Kubiali coming back from his red card suspension, so expect him to come back in. Alongside, we're looking at uh, Thiago Silva as well in that center back role. Then, last but not least, you're going to look at um, you're going to look at Kukurea on that center back three. Uh, and then I'm looking at Ben Chilwell to come in for the first time in his first start. Uh, and then on the right wing is going to be Reese James. So from He's there, kind of well. grabbed...
1: yeah. James had a good start.
0: Yeah. So I'm looking, Conor Gallagher is out, so they're hoping Kov, 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 Kovacic, Kovacic, Kovacic yeah. is coming. Yeah, it's going to be back from injury, but they don't expect him to be. So look for Jorginho. And then that other center mid, it's a little, uh, it's unknown right now, but um, I think they will probably be able to go. I'm going to put Kovacic in there uh, because he did come on as a sub in the last game against Leicester uh, just to get his feet wet and get back into it. Now, uh, Mason Mount has been, hasn't been has had a great start to the season as he had hoped for, but I think he still retains his place alongside Raheem Sterling and Kai Havertz up top for their starting 11. Predictions then? So the key battle today, or at least coming up here against Chelsea, is Che uh, against Kubiali. Um, big body against big body. We'll see what they're able to do. Kubiali's rested. And Che, I think he did a fantastic job throwing himself. And while he didn't score uh, against Manchester United, really put a shift in and really uh, caused some havoc up there. Uh, I think that's the new matchup. But unfortunately, I think it'll come out to a two-one loss against Chelsea.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't think it's I think it's going to be much like the Man United game. I think we're going to put a shift in. We're not going to disgrace ourselves. But I just think Chelsea are going to have a little bit too much for us and. They're going to beat us 2-0. I think we're going to get outclassed just like against Tottenham. And, uh, I
2: think
1: we're going to lose 3-0. So we're all going for Chelsea wins then. Uh, Saturday, Wolves away. Uh, Saturday, the 3rd of September, 3 o'clock at Molineux. Biggest results against them then at Molineux. We won 6-2 in 1976, 4-1 in 2004, and we won 6-0 in in 2007 at molyneux that's um yeah i remember that's like with a hat trick tim are you expecting better things against wolves
0: uh i think this game is going to be lethargic i think this game is going to be probably one of the dull more dull ones that we're going to see in the year and i think that both of our teams are the offensive prowess are the 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 lacking the lacking capabilities of true goal scorer and goal scoring opportunities is going to come to fruition in this game. So with Wolves on the year, uh, last fin- they were extremely mid-table, tenth place, tenth place finish, uh, straight up. So good for them. Their first full year of their manager Bruno Lage, and ultimately uh, they brought in a few players this year that are going to make a huge difference. The two, the two, well, the three main ones that we're looking at are Nathan Collins from Burnley, who's a 21-year-old uh, center back, uh, Goncalo Guedes from Valencia, and Matthias Nunez uh, from Sporting Lisbon. I think I got all those names pronounce, uh, pronounced correctly. So those those three are looking like a bit – are going to be some real big shouts. Uh, I think you're going to see Guedes uh, – Gu- oh, man, now I feel like I'm butchering <laughs> it um, – taking over. And I don't think you're going to see Raul Jimenez starting. He's going to be more of a backup there. And throughout it, though, they did lose a few players that we're gonna, we might be familiar with Roman Saiz, Uh Morgan Gibbs White on a ridiculous deal to Nottingham Forest, and Connor Cody is on loan now at Everton for the year. So, seeing all that, there's definitely some shakeup on their team, but uh, I think once again they still maintain themselves as a mid-table team. And going into a five aside match up. Well, thank you to the Wolves subreddit for everything and for tips and information on this. Jose Sa is the absolute 100% uh choice for everybody here. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at uh Kyle Walker, Peters, uh Ruben Neves, James Ward-Prowse, and Pedro Neto is the one that they're uh they're looking for. Uh not too many people were able to jump out and say Guedes or N- Nunez is the um as, as true players to, to want to put in. So they they went with Pedroneto. So we've got the, the, the WPs on our side with Ruben Neves, Pedroneto, and Jose Sa in goal. Oh,
1: I, I like that team. I think
0: that's good. So uh, you're look, looking out for the key battles right now. We're going to see what our formation is going to be. I know with midweek game, you might see some shakeups going into it. But I still think we solidified that center back matchup with um, with uh, Belakachev and Salisu. So I want to see how they are going to be able to push up against Guedes. Uh, I think he is a serious talent, and watch having watched his highlights from Valencia leading into this uh, pre leading into this uh, preview, uh, I was really really impressed with him. So seeing the matchup of the uh, ABK and Salisu, um, that's going to be a lot of fun to see uh, because I really think that we can take it to him.
1: With that, then predictions. It's me, isn't it, Kev? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm like you, Tim. I think this is going to be quite a, a slow boring one I don't I can't see a big scoring game here at all I am going to go with a 1-1 draw Mm, I was going to say something similar I'm just trying to be different I'll go with a
2: nil-nil okay
1: yeah I could see that too and tim tim's not really filling filling me with confidence about the uh, the team either so
0: <laughs> yeah so a couple years ago i think was the burnley matchup where it actually ended up being a barn burner with the two two uh, going back and forth with each other but i don't think that's today uh, where you thought the teams weren't going to go out too well or match up really well i think it's going to be zero zero uh, right. i don't think that i think you will see though a couple uh, changes in the team or in the lineup I think you'll see probably some type of rotation with uh, Stu coming in or Perot coming in for Gineppo and maybe even a, Ma- a Mara Adams switch up. Something to see that they're going to find is a tackle- tactical adjustment and maybe even just a potential true rotation leading into uh, a midweek game, uh, a midweek pre- to a midweek Premier League game and then an end of the end of the week Premier League game as well.
1: Do you know what? I'm going to I'm going to say that at some point in this week, Don Ballard is going to be on the bench. He is going to be called out. Probably the Wolves one. State. Yeah. Um, right. OK, so, yes, uh, uh, discord predictions. Uh, obviously, everyone went for a Saints win over Cambridge and some of you went three nil. So well done to uh, Greg, Greg Kaplan, New Jersey Scott, Dan Fox. They bang on with theirs. United predictions. Tim, do you realize only four people went for a United win and we were uh, two of them?
0: Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised seeing all that. Everyone was, you know, having confidence in ourselves, and I was like, huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> why?
0: That's, that's very <laughs> it's very reactionary of you for you know, to. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we were the only one, well, there's four of us that went for us for a, a United win, but no one actually got a one 0 So um, yeah, we were the only ones that got points there. If you want to see the the Discord table, it's it's in the uh it's in the Discord. Mhm. Um, someone's got to knock Kev off. Oh no, Kev's not top anymore, is he? But. Thank you. No, but you're doing very well. Kev. Uh, Super six. Then round four was not finished yet. But um, we've got a few more rounds to go back over. Uh, round two was Tony Randall with 19. Round three was Terry Lubbock and Dan Buck with 15. Um, and as I say, round four, not finished yet. Overall, at the moment, uh, Tony Randall has 39 points. Um, Kev, I'm going to go to you for this uh, fantasy football. Uh, yes. Great week for you last week. You were top of the league, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I've
2: kind of been um, there or thereabouts um, most of this season, although uh, this week I've had a bit of a shocker.
1: Um, I beat you again, didn't I?
2: Yeah, my choice of captain was um, bad, and uh, I transferred Virgil van Dijk out just at the right moment. I'm (laughs) lucky. Yeah, the only Liverpool player I got is Mo Salah,
1: who had absolutely nothing to do with that. Yeah, who would have thought it, eh? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I just so you know, I had um I had Van Dyke and I've got uh, Harland as my captain, so oh. Yeah. I've got
2: yeah, six sixty seven. Have I? Oh. Mm. Um Jacob was still beating all of us. Uh all of the posters, uh, having his usual good seeding. Um uh, the podcasters. Uh yeah, I, I was even top of our um, in that number of podcast
1: league. Yeah, it was great. Well, I say it was great. When it it's... lasted, yeah. I'm
2: 23rd at the moment. Lucy uh, Heinert is top. Uh, Thomas Shapes' Toilet City is in second. <laughs> and uh, Josh Parkhouse's Party FC in third.
1: And where's Tim in that league? Do you have to keep scrolling? Way down. Way down you know, this year. Ray's 20th. Uh, hey! Oh, yeah. Still close right. between me and you, Kev. Tim, can you see yourself? Oh, I'm only one point ahead of you.
2: Careful. Yeah, Jim's 94th. <laughs> yes, I'm doing pretty rough this year. <laughs> mm.
1: Oh, dear. Uh, it's still early. There's still plenty of time yeah. to turn it around. No, not to worry.
2: Some smart ass triple captain and permanent. Get 66 <laughs> points off that alone.
1: Oh, God. Who who do they triple captain? Firmino? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I met him book. yesterday, by the way. Just, I just break in and I met... Uh, Crouch, Rio Ferdinand, and uh, Paul Scholes yesterday. Yeah, so that was great. Kev, I got a Where Am I for you, right? And I've changed the the scoring because I want you to have a guess more. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a free guess on the first clue, but you get one guess, okay? All right. Um, and then you can carry on. So one free guess, yeah. Okay. So clue number one: this uh, market town is located 241 miles. From St Mary's for five points. You might as well have a guess. It's a free one. Peterborough. No. Okay, so approximately 30 miles northeast of Manchester for four points.
2: That's gonna put it in Yorkshire, isn't it? Um,
1: it's, it's always Yorkshire.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, it's market town.
1: Yeah.
2: It's not a city. It's not a city. So you can't. You can't be Leeds. Can't be Bradford. Oh, oh, hang on a minute.
1: Market town, Huddersfield town. Is that your official guess? Yeah, fuck it, gone then. Yeah, you're right, Kev, well done. <laughs> Four nice. points, it's Huddersfield Town. Um, Yeah, the next clue was last played in the Premier League in 2019, uh, and then it was in the county of West Yorkshire, sharing a border with the cities of Leeds, Bradford and Wakefield. You would have got it on that anyway. Um, And then, yeah, the last clue, nicknamed the Terriers, they wear blue and white stripes and have a capacity of 24,000. What's the name of the stadium?
0: John, John Smith. Smith.
1: It Steve. is, yeah, all. It's the Kirklees, isn't it? But for sponsorship reasons, yeah. John Smith Stadium. Kev, that brings your score to seven. Okay. Well, well done, Kev. Ah, excellent. Um, Right, yeah, uh, that is about it for us this week. Uh, next week, obviously, no Tim, because he's away in Iceland. But be me and Kev will be discussing the Chelsea and Wolves games. Um, and, Kev, we've got to award our first uh, Golden Player of the Month for August. Ah, how exciting um and we'll preview our return uh, home against brentford yeah is there anything you guys want to add up the saints up the saints up the saints up the
0: saints open oh, southampton